Ready. Welcome. Run. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> so, so first thing, <laughs> I got to tell you, sitting across from you, looking at your eyes. Oh, man. In this lighting. We're going like, to we're gonna have like to you're stop gonna this. Give me some wine and take advantage of me or something, man. Man, I should should have bought you a drink before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first thing, mental health check. How do you feel today? I feel good today. Feel good. good. And you? How do you feel today? I feel great. My body reacts to the weather outside. Yeah. So today was gorgeous. Good. Good. Um, actually, I'm really excited to have you here to be doing this together. We talked about it. Yes, we did. I am really excited. Good. Good. It took a while, but, you know, had to iron out the kinks, a lot of stuff. And here we go. Something amazing doesn't just happen, right? We have to talk about it. You have to build it in your mind. How's the sound? Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. Do you have a slight delay when you talk? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Yes, it's running through a program through both the mics. That's how they're both set up. And it goes to one track to where it's recording together. Tell you what, this is um, really clear. Sounds really good. Yeah, there, there's a bunch of different settings in there that I have for this. Uh, but I got went for like a warm, clear. Yeah, sounds good. Setting. We could be like robots or something like that. Sounds really good. <laughs> All right, so let's get to it. Me and you have wanted to talk about things for the longest time. And at work, we don't get a chance. So this is happening. You built this in your mind. We've talked about it. Now look. Here it is. Come on, man. <laughs> that is Look the first smile, step. Man. It's the first step of accomplishing a goal is to do it. Absolutely. We could have talked about this for a year and a half and never did anything about it. Absolutely. Now look. Okay. How do I sound? Is it good? Yeah. Do I need to get closer? I'll uh, put this thing in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know Speaking what I mean? to the mic, please. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm used to this because it's with the um, the music that I used to do. Absolutely. So I feel more than comfortable. Good. 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 So we did a mental health check. Mm -hmm. All We're pistons good. are firing. Real firing. Good. And add to it, I mean, Tom Brady came back. Did hear that. Man. So, you know, I've had a raging boner. Since last <laughs> night. <laughs> I bet you have, man. Very okay. exciting. Very exciting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One more year. We get the goat. Oh, excited about that. <clears throat> so you were telling me the other day that you had a story about your father. That I want to hear. Okay. I just saw him at the park recently. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to dive into it. Right ahead. All right. So, dad, he was a great father, right? And he raised us. My mom stayed at home, and he was a cop in Atlantic City. 
Okay. So he grew up in the projects in Minnesota. Okay. He lived in Iowa and Minnesota. Not many people know, but Minnesota, there's rough areas. Yeah. Okay. So he grew up poor. He didn't have a father. His mom raised him and a bunch of his brothers and sisters. Okay. So he didn't grow up knowing what it was like to have a lot of things. Okay. So when he raised us, we had everything. Nice sneakers. Um, always had the nice clothes for school. Christmas, there was presents everywhere. So what he couldn't have as a kid, he wanted to give to his kids. Right. Yeah. So saying that is I always had it easy getting things. Okay. When I got older, I fell in love with cars. So I knew what it was like to have a nice car. And it was a given that I was going to hook it up, get nice wheels, get nice, you know, whatever you need for the car. So I always knew what that felt like from the moment I had cars all the way up to now I'm 41. Okay. So getting a new car, getting wheels for it, it's like a normal everyday thing. Okay. My dad, he never had anything for himself, right? He raised his family and he always gave, never had a new car. He never went to a dealership, saw a car that he liked and picked it out, bought it, drove it home. Never. Always did it for my mom. You know, my brother, when he first started to drive, he got him a car. You know, it's just something that he did. Always gave to others. So now at 71, he calls me and he's like, um, Hey man, I got a new truck. And I said, like a, like a used beater truck, you know, because that's all he ever got. Yeah. So new to him is not new to like me. I got you. you. Know? So I'm like, oh yeah, you got a used truck with somebody sold it to you. And he goes, No, off the deal, off the dealership, uh 2022, brand new. And I was wow. like, whoa. <laughs> I said, Dad, would you win the lottery or something? Would you get coming to some money? And he goes, no, we were just driving me and your mom. And I saw the truck and I said, you know what? I'm going to buy that truck. And I said, how did that feel? And he said, it's something that I still can't find the words for. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, I said, so you always wanted a truck and you got the truck. And he said, yeah. And I said, um, all right, so now what? And he goes, I want to hook it up like how you would hook up a car. <laughs> and, I, and I said, okay. I said, are you sure you want to go down that road? It's expensive and it never stops. You oh, get yeah. one thing for your car, you're going to want another thing. It's like tattoos. You get one tattoo, you can't stop, right? Absolutely. And then as you get older, maybe those tattoos start to fade. You get old, you know, and you want something different. I'm in the process of covering all mine with something new. Right. Don't look at me like you want to rape me. <laughs> I see you over there. OK, so back to the truck story. Um, I said, Dad, I'm going to come over. We'll take a ride in your truck and I'll take you to a place where um, maybe you can get some stuff done to your truck. So he picked he, he uh, takes me to the place. 
soon as we walk in, he looks around and to the left, it's the wall full of shiny wheels. And <laughs> to him, it looks like those wheels are a million dollars, right? Oh, yeah. Because his eyes are open wide. And the first thing he said was, I don't think I could ever afford something like that. And I said, something like what? And he goes, well, like those wheels. I love those wheels. They're probably like thousands of dollars. And I said, Dad, you know, they're not as expensive as you may think. You know, I said, um, let's talk to the guy. So we go over, we talk to the guy, and I'm like, hey, man, set my dad up with some running boards, and he wants to get a retractable hard top cover for the back. And um, I said, Dad, anything else you want? And he looks over and he goes, boy, I, I would really like a set of wheels. And um, he goes, but I can't afford something like that. And I said to the guy, I said, how much do you think those wheels would run him with these tires? You know, I told him about the size and everything because my dad doesn't know anything about yeah. that. And he goes, you know what? Give me a couple of minutes. I'll run some numbers through and I'll get back to you. And I'm like, okay. So we walk over to the wheels. The guys at the shop are over there on the computer doing their thing. And my dad's just looking around amazed. And he's like, man, he goes, I never thought I'd be in a position where I would be able to pick out stuff for a new car. And he looked like the 71 year old man looked like a child in a candy store. <laughs> and he's looking at the candy and he's like, my mom will never buy me that. Oh, I want that. She'll never buy me that. I want this, that, this, that. And that's how he looked. He yeah. couldn't focus on one thing. Oh, wow. And for somebody like me, it was like normal because I've been into those shops. I've bought the wheels I wanted. It's a normal thing. And he always had it in his mind. He couldn't have something. Even if he worked for it, it was out of reach, right? And this is where the story kind of comes in to, um, you know, full circle. So I'm looking at him and I said, Dad, you know, you worked your whole life. You raised us. We're good adults, you know. I, I became a good person, I think, you know, successful. My brother, my sister, you know, none of us got in really bad trouble. We're good people, right? Yeah. And it's because of him focused all of his time and effort to raise his family, never thinking for himself, like to do anything for himself. Yeah. And I said, what was all of that for? 25 years working, you know, doing everything you had to do to provide for your family. You know, all of that that you did, and it was great. Did you ever buy yourself anything? treat yourself. I said, no. I sat there and I know this sounds weird, but I almost wanted to cry a little bit because he not once even thought that there was anything wrong with that. Well, he sacrificed, well, I guess, his time and money and focused right. on his children. Right. And now that we're all grown... He's retired. He can focus on himself. Absolutely. He doesn't know how. Yeah. So I think of 
selfish people. I feel like I could be selfish, right? We all can. We all can, yeah. We only think about ourselves. And this is a man who never really did that. So for the first time, everything's about him. And it was amazing watching him and I was observing his his facial expressions, his actions, and he didn't know what to do with the fact that this was all for him. So, wow. yeah. So like, it just shows what, what type of person he is. He's a great guy. And, um, I set him up with everything to get for his truck. And, um, he looks at me and the guy tells him the price or whatever. And the first thing he said, when he looked at me, he goes, how am I going to tell your mom? <laughs> that I'm going to do this. And, and I said, dad, you're 71. You don't have to tell her shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're getting a truck. You got the truck. You want tires for it. You want to get this. You want to get that. And that's just what it's going to be. I said, your whole life, you had to answer to my mom. Yeah. And you're still in that mindset of what am I going to tell your mom? I said, this is what you're going to tell mom. I wanted a truck. I got it. I wanted wheels. I got them. I wanted this. I wanted that because it's for me now. Yeah. And he said, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to tell her any of that, but I should. <laughs> and I said, yeah, dad, you should. <laughs> and you he should goes, just, you should just take the truck home and. Take, take her for a ride. That's take right. Take her out to dinner or something. That's right. Take her out to dinner and, um, you know, just show her how happy he is with his truck or whatever. And so, like, the whole point of this, I know I probably drugged this story out. but no, not at all. It's just since that day I was with him, I've looked at things a little differently. You know, like, I am appreciating things more. Right? <laughs> so, um fact that he thought it was out of reach, it just made me realize that, you know, you have to appreciate things that we get or that we, you know, do or whatever that's to us. It's not a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. You know, we work every day. Have to treat yourself, you know, yeah, you have do. to get the things that you want, go on that vacation that you, you've been wanting to go on, you know, because once it's over, that's it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's riding high right now and he's smiling and, you know, this is the first time I've ever really seen him that happy, you know, with something that he got himself. That's, I like that. That's the story. So, Pretty much it, man, as far as that. Well, that was a very interesting story. And I see that you got a lot out of it, too. So, I mean, yeah. it shows about appreciation and everything else like that. And it shows yeah. what your father did for you, whole life and all that stuff. And then now it's time for him for himself. It's time for him. And yeah. he doesn't know what to do with it. <laughs> and that's what's crazy to me, is that me and you can go and get things that we want, and it's nothing. Absolutely. Yeah. Somebody like that 
doesn't know how. Yeah. You know? So pretty interesting, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it. Uh, yeah, thanks, man. I like you. <laughs> well, once you said you uh, were 41, I was like looking at this guy. He's uh, well in shape, takes care of himself. You're in good shape. And that's what you have to do, man. I mean, I'm it's wearing a, struggle. a Princeton hoodie. I've never even been to college. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but college is overrated. This, this, it is. <laughs> um, you know, I barely graduated high school and I'm doing all right. <laughs> so, I think we're all in that boot. Yeah, this hoodie. You ever been to Princeton? I, I was once. Okay. Once? Yeah. What, did, were you hiding a body or something? What are you doing? <laughs> no, 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 no. Who goes to Princeton once? Was it for a girl? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. One of my best friends from high school, he was getting married at one of the hotels there in Princeton. Okay. We walked around, you know, showed me to college, all that stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, the first time I went there, I didn't realize that it was the college that I was looking at. Because there's no big sign that says Princeton College. No. So that main strip, there's restaurants, you know, it's really nice. And the drive there, once you hit a certain spot in Princeton, a lot of money. Oh. Beautiful, beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. So Princeton's my new favorite spot, man. Beautiful. Yeah. Especially in the fall. Trees, the foliage. It's a good word. People <laughs> don't use that word a lot. Foliage. 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 You know who told me that word? Plavchek. Oh, man. Yeah, I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. I said foliage. I went okay. to Oakcrest. They didn't teach us shit over there. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> like I said, I barely graduated. Uh, you're doing good for yourself, though. Uh, barely graduating. I mean. College is bullshit. <laughs> okay. But anyway, that's where the Princeton hoodie comes in. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Hmm. I don't have any... Stories like that with a Princeton shirt, but uh, I get you a Princeton hoodie because you went there once to hide a body. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no body hiding. Yeah, let's, let's get that straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh man, but I've I've been all over the place. Yeah. Um, where I really want to be is upstate in uh, Vermont, Maine. I want to check those out. Yeah. Uh, my brother in San Diego, my sister, she's in Georgia. So I have a few people to uh, visit and stuff. Yeah. San Diego's nice. I went there when I was in 10th grade. My brother was in the Marine Corps. Wow. Yeah, he was stationed in Escondido. Yeah. The, the weather is amazing. Yeah, my brother talks about sunny California all the time and the yeah. weather and all that stuff. I would love to go see me. Yeah. Definitely want to check out Portland. I heard it's pretty upbeat and all that stuff too. So, plus Maine, isn't that like New England? Yeah, New England. Tom area. Brady country. Come That's on. right. Ugh. That's what I figured. I'm so in love with Tom. We could do a whole podcast on Tom Brady. Well, we'll do that on sports. Absolutely. This one is more of like a mental health wellness check. Yeah. Good and that's what the story with my dad it ties into that because you know it was just a drawn out, boring story about not being selfish. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, we are all selfish in our own ways. Yeah. 
we always want something out of other people to benefit ourselves. Yeah. It be a personal or business relationship or anything like that. That's no, true. Speaking of people, I have a hard time talking to people. Really? Communication. Yeah. Because I feel like they're going to judge me. And that's why this is important. Because we can let it out. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Hey, man. Whatever people think is whatever they're going to think. They could look at something and they could pick it apart in many different ways just because what they want to do. And I, I found out a lot of people are really jealous. Lots of people are mainly jealous as you're talking about the selfish thing. Well, this guy, he has tattoos. He has nice new cars, stuff like that. I'm kind of jealous. So I'm going to find something and pick this guy apart to kind of make me feel better about myself. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I feel like in the work world, we get that a lot. Uh, yeah. Wherever you have a bunch of people gathering, there's always like that alpha male. Someone always wants to be better than the other person. No yeah. one really wants to just like chill and just, but you know, that's, I guess, nature of the beast of life and people. Yeah. Always, always want to be better than the other person. So, somewhat of a competition. Yeah. I mean, I don't think like that, man. You know, I don't look at it like you. Looky, I mean, you got gorgeous eyes. Your smile's amazing. Tom Brady chin. You're rocking that flannel like I would wear it. I'm going to send you a picture of me in a flannel. And it looks just like that, except not as good. But I think we should compliment each other more. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Instead of always talking bad about people. You know, I just don't get it. I congratulate people. Instead of putting them down. Well, know? that's that's what we should be like more and more. Yeah. Once we start sending those good vibes out, those good vibes come back. Yeah. So by complimenting people, you know, and telling them they're doing a good job and stuff like that, that stuff comes back. Yeah. Always being available. Hey, you need help with anything? Just, just that alone. Because a lot of people are really, they want to do everything themselves. Very yeah. independent. Don't want to rely on other people. I don't mind relying on people. Well, that's like me. Yeah. I'm asking you to, for help. I can't do it all. Can't do it all. I'm I here. had I had Freddie. He was over here. Hughes helped me out. That guy. I love that guy. I, I love, love that, that guy, guy too, man. I just I want to put him in my pocket and pull him out whenever I feel upset. Probably could. <laughs> <laughs> And he would make you laugh. Yeah. Absolutely. Every time I'm feeling down. If I'm driving, somebody cuts me off. Instead of cursing, I'm just going to pull Freddie out of my pocket. <laughs> have him dance on my dashboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's that's hilarious. Yeah. Like a bobblehead. Yeah, he's actually yeah. coming over Thursday. Oh. Man. Bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah but man yeah absolutely this is one of the main things man putting out good vibes yeah mental health checks making sure everything's good 
And if we are good, man, we really just got to put it out there and say the truth. Like if we're having trouble, stuff like that. Yeah. Like big thing really affects that is uh, sleep. We're we're so sleep deprived and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was looking at other ways to, I guess, you know, help that sleep that rhythm and all that stuff and kind of like get into some type of, um, a pattern, you know, when I get home from work, I do specific things to kind of relax and unwind and yeah. like turn everything off, just kind of get my mind focused. And mainly a lot of it is the, uh, our phones, man, our phones, we're addicted to our phones. Yeah. That's, that's a big thing, man. So it's that bad. addiction, the addiction thing. That dopamine hits and all that stuff, man. Looking at the next, you know, social media thing. That's why I got rid of our social media because I found multiple hours of just wasting my life of just like looking through other people's lives and seeing what they were doing. Just to, I don't know why. Yeah. Like when you wake up, sometimes I'll roll over. The first thing I do is open my phone. Of course. Start scrolling. Yeah. That's terrible. That's a, that's a tough habit. I mean, I'm starting my day social media. And I <laughs> like social media. I like to post pictures. I love my Jeep. So I like to take pictures of my Jeep like it's a four-year-old. You know? Yeah. People are, oh, it's first day of school for Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> Taking pictures of their ugly-ass kid, right? And, and it has a book bag with no books in it. Why oh, is the yeah. book bag so big? There's no, it's the first day of school. You haven't even gotten books yet. So like what's in the book bag? So Gilbert's in the book bag. <laughs> Fred is in the book bag. Anytime oh, you get down, Timmy, just pull Fred out of the book bag. <laughs> Absolutely. Put him on your desk. But um, so yeah, take pictures of the Jeep, video of the Jeep. Take selfies of myself so I can document how well I'm aging. Absolutely. That's what you got to do, man. There's you know a timeline. I mean? That's it. 41. Um, 42 is creeping up on me. Got to um, stay in shape. My health and exercise are the most important things to me right now. Good. Because we walk past guys who are in their 20s. Oh, yeah. Half our age, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you're 40. Oh, I am 40. Are you really? Yeah, I just turned 40 in February. You see, now, I'm sitting across from this gorgeous man, and you look like you're 33, <laughs> okay? And you're about to be 40. You I am 40. 40. You are 40. I'm 40. See? And this goes to what I was saying. You look amazing, right? And we walk past people in their 20s. Yeah. They look terrible. And I know this sounds this sounds bad. It makes me feel good that a 22-year-old mm-hmm. looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm 41, about to be 42, and I look better. Well, it's your life choices. Right. It's not the choice of actually an appearance-wise. It could be that as well, but it's the... After effect of fitness, and right. taking care of yourself, eating right, yeah. sleeping, fitness, and all that right. stuff. You know, your your body actually looks good 
because of that. It's yeah. supposed to aftermarket. It's important, man. Especially as we get older. Longevity. Yeah. Drinking water. Absolutely. This big, tall, monstrous <laughs> water that you gave me. Look, man. I got to tell you, it's Next. making me dance in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> you got to use the bathroom. Go right ahead, man. It's right over there, but... Next time, next time I won't have such a big bottle of water for you. Oh. <laughs> Great. So, um, all right. So, um, what do you think? How you feel about this? Feel great, man. It's a lot of fun. Oh, it's laughing great. a lot. Feels good. Laughter. It is e. Laughter better than crying. Absolutely. But you could cry so hard, or I'm sorry, you could laugh so hard that you cry. I've done that before. Me too. Haven't ever, done it in a long time. Got to change that. Yeah. Well, you know we'll mean? get there. Yeah. Probably Freddie. <laughs> Me, you, and him doing it. We got to get a third mic. Oh, don't worry. Forget we'll, about it. We'll get it going. Come we on. get it going, man. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three guys just being bros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the bros yeah. squad. Um, so you ever cry so hard that you start laughing? No. You ever cry and look at yourself in the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different level oh, of, man. of being in a dark room wow. in your mind. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Listen, I've suffered from Crohn's disease since I was 24, 25. Yeah. Right. Stuff. Yeah. And um, there's been some dark nights, some dark days. Sure, man. I remember so down on myself that um, I cried in the bathroom and I was looking at myself in the mirror crying, crying yeah. because I saw during that time how much my body had deteriorated. Yeah. You know, and other people might not notice it as much but we constantly look at ourselves yeah so i was really down on myself about it during that time and i was crying so bad while i was looking at myself in the mirror i started laughing <laughs> <laughs> because you look horrible crying <laughs> no i am an ugly crier <laughs> ugly crier oh man look, if somebody's an ugly crier they're probably a really good person, right? Because so. they're just letting it all out. Yeah, right? true. They're not I a fake that. crier. A fake crier is a pretty crier. Don't oh, yeah. trust a pretty crier. Well, they just want attention. Right. And that's selfish. Yeah. Right? If you're genuinely crying, you don't give a shit what, <laughs> what your face looks like. Right? That's right. <laughs> you're just letting it all out. Okay. So, oh, yeah, I started laughing at myself because I was so depressed that I was standing there crying, looking at myself in the mirror, and I started laughing because I was like, we curse? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at yourself in the mirror crying. Yeah. And I started laughing. Yeah. And I felt better. Hey. Sometimes you got to just cry in a mirror. 
<laughs> next <laughs> so time listen, when I, when next I cry, time, I'll, I'll think about that. Next time you're having And then I'll a, make me laugh. Thank you. That That's what I'm saying. Laugh. And you'll think of me. Yeah. And you'll shoot me a text message and you'll say, it worked. <laughs> That's all you got to say. It worked. And then I'm going to know what we're talking about. He just fucking cried in the bathroom. <laughs> In, while looking at the mirror. While himself. looking in the mirror at yourself with a shirt off, hopefully. Probably. And then yeah. shoot me that selfie. <laughs> no, no, no. Ain't getting no selfies. Oh, yeah. I get one. <laughs> oh, man. This is fun. Ah, man. All right. So, what else would you like to talk about? Um, what, um,. What were you listening to on your ride here? What type of music? Well, I'm in my daily beater, my Honda, right now, right? Mm-hmm. And I have it set to the country channel. Okay. There's a song, I'm not sure of the artist. She's in my phone. I just, I'm bad with names. She has a song, and I think it's called My Hometown. Okay. I'm obsessed with this song basically talking about how her hometown hasn't changed and people that still live there and raise their kids there and stuff. And that song always puts me in a good mood. So it's, it's pretty cool that was coming here in a good mood because I was excited for this. Right. And then that song comes on and it put me over the top as far as, you know, I was completely happy. Good, good. So, my hometown. Gonna have to really check good that song. Out. I'll send it to you. Good. I don't oh. know if you like country music or not. I like all types of music. And I, I know you're probably thinking, Ronnie, listening to country music? Hey. But this is something that you might not have known about me. People that we see every day. There's things that they don't know about people. You walk past a person every day and you look at them. And we judge the way they look, you know, their appearance or whatever. But we don't know anything about these people. Oh, you know? yeah. So a guy walking past me, let's say at work, maybe he doesn't like me. Has he ever sat down and talked to me for five minutes no. to get to know me? Not at all. Maybe we have the same favorite song. Maybe yeah, he he's might. rocking out to my hometown, <laughs> singing and everything. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? And I'm doing the same exact thing. You guys might have more in common. Exactly. But no one would know. Because we don't talk to each other. Yeah. That's Communication. Communication. Communication, man. Yeah. We have more in common than people think. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So try not to judge people before you get to know them. I've been in that spot where I've been judged where people didn't even know me. And it's a, it's a lonely feeling. You know what I mean? I've judged people too, but in my old age, as I've learned not to do that because you never know what someone's been through their background and their backstory and stuff like that. So that's one of the reasons why I'm having this is to kind of get to know people that I want to, that I feel like that are very interesting. Yeah. I felt like, Fred. <laughs> you just See, say just, his name. Just man. bring it up his name. Laughing. <laughs> See, oh, man. that's how much 
I love that dude, man. Absolutely. Just, just saying his name makes me laugh. Makes me laugh <laughs> because too, man. Fred has <laughs> so many great <laughs> qualities about him. And he's such a funny dude, man. Oh, he has such so many great, great stories, man. Yeah. He's got a million of them. He's done so much I know. more than I can even imagine. And, you know, he doesn't know how much I like him. And how much and how funny I think he is. Well, he's going to really talk. Oh, he's he's going to hear this. Oh, man. I love that, dude. I invited him here today, but, you know, he had something to do. Yeah, of course, because he probably doesn't like me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, hopefully things will change, man. Yeah, things change. Hopefully you guys all together. I love that kid. Good. Good. Yes. Trying to bring people together and all that stuff. But as you were talking about music, yeah, myself personally, I thought about this as well. Someone actually said this to me that music and love are kind of intertwined, stuff like that. Okay. Um, as I was telling them this, and I was explaining to them some of the music that I was listening to. Well, some of the songs that I have are in a foreign language. Interesting. I know. Absolutely. What language? Um, well, there's two of them that are Russian composers. I'll have to uh, share you that stuff with uh, later. Yeah. And it's just like not knowing what someone's actually saying. There's like a mysterious part about it. Yeah. And the way that the person is singing, they're so passionate about it. Right. Like specific parts of the song that just like really resonate with me might not be with anyone else but you know then i found out i did for the longest time i didn't want to know what they were actually saying like the translation because it didn't matter just by listening to that person sing yeah it's like was like touching it's like opera well that's what i'm saying one is an opera singer okay i mean people pay big money to go to operas Absolutely. And they have no idea what they're saying. Yeah. And they cry. Absolutely. I mean, that that's deep. That's and that's what I'm talking about, man. Music, it's so powerful that you can go to an opera and not know a single thing that the person is saying. Yeah. But the way that it sounds penetrates your soul. I know Absolutely. that sounds corny. No, not at all, man. That's that's what I'm talking about, man. Yep. That moment, what you're as you're yeah. explaining it, is how I feel sometimes when I yeah. play these songs. But at the same time, too, I have to be in the mood for these songs. Like I can't play them all the time, right? Every day. Yeah. Like I have all the time everyday songs that I listen to. Yeah. But when it comes up to that song and I'm not in that mood, you know, I'll switch off. But at the same time, there'd be days it's the only song I want to listen to. Just play it over and over and over again. I'm the same way. Yeah. I will beat a song into my head for days sometimes. As soon as the song's over, go back to it. Absolutely. Go back to it. I did it with that country song. I mean, that song can come on and I'll run it back, run it back. Yeah. As we say in the hip hop world, (laughs) run that shit back. That side, yeah. you don't know that side of me. No. It's a whole different world. Absolutely. And I mean, that—that that is, I've been to places that I 
Probably shouldn't have been. Yeah, we have no. all been places. We <laughs> probably shouldn't have been. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but those are life experiences and stories, man. That's that's Absolutely. what makes you who you are. Yeah. Yeah, somebody said to me, you're defined by the choices that you make and you don't make. I like that. Crazy. Yeah. Gotta get deep. Real deep. <laughs> Real deep. Real deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man uh, it's good but what else <clears throat> how's that water it, I spiked it when you turned your back oh thanks any minute now you should hit the floor <laughs> <laughs> oh man they're trying to get me to loosen up a little bit oh you're gonna <laughs> loosen up alright <laughs> Oh man. Oh yeah. <laughs> this might be the last time you're over then. You're gonna see what it's like to have Crohn's disease. <laughs> uh, oh I didn't know you could catch that. <laughs> Should have sanitized before you came over. You have to sanitize when you leave. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, man. So movies. Give me a movie that you could probably watch any point in time, any mood that you're in, and still get something out of it. The Count of Monte Cristo. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite movie. Good. Yeah. What about a second movie? Second movie? The hardest question ever. Second movie? <laughs> the first because it changes all the time. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I find myself always saying The Count of Monte Cristo. I love yeah. it. I love the story. I love everything yes. about it. Absolutely. How he had everything taken from him, mm-hmm. from a jealous best friend. Yep. And he got his revenge. Yeah. Rode off into the sunset with everything. I mean, that movie is just amazing. The story is amazing, you know? But I would say my second movie, Goodwill Hunting. Okay. Yeah. That's a, one of my that's favorite movies. Really good love movie. Love that too. movie. Oh, yeah. so good. I love everything about it. I love the 90s grunge <laughs> yep. look about it, right? Yep. And it's funny because speaking about music, that movie came out in the early 90s. And while watching it, Throughout the movie, director Gus Van something, right? That's his name. He was friends with a singer called Elliot Smith, right? And I'm listening to the songs in the background, and I was like, I like that. And I wanted to know more about it. So I researched it, and I found out it was a singer-songwriter. His name's Elliot Smith. Because of that movie, which is my second favorite movie, (laughs) right? Or depending on what day it is, could be my first, right? True. I found (laughs) my favorite singer, songwriter, Elliot Smith. One of them. Because it's it's hard to say who's your favorite singer, who's your favorite rapper, what's your favorite movie. It changes. It changes, depending on my mood, you know? Absolutely. But yeah, Goodwill Hunting. I mean, there's so many. The Green Mile, 
Shawshank Redemption. Amazing movies. There's a movie with Brandon Frazier, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck from the 90s called School Ties. Okay. Love it. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, I have it. I'll give it to you. I'll let you borrow cool. it. Cool. All right. Thank you. And um, everything about it, I just love it. I mean, that might even be my second favorite. Okay. Probably my third. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what day it is. Depending on what day it is. <laughs> yeah. So Count of Monte Cristo, Goodwill Hunting, School Ties. Three? Yeah, that's three. Yeah. Um, four and five depending on my mood. Gotcha. It'll change. Yeah. So you're younger. Did you, uh, categories, were you more of a RoboCop fan or a Predator fan? RoboCop. My dad was a cop. There you go. Okay. Not taking anything away from Predator. No, not at all. Amazing. Amazing movie. Love it. Absolutely. RoboCop. And that was just something different because that's how I looked at my dad. Yeah. In RoboCop, kid is watching a TV show. Cop, I think the song was called TJ Hooker or something. Okay. And the guy did the little trickery with his gun and put it in his holster. And the kid turned to his dad and said, can you do that? And... That was me as a kid. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at RoboCop and I look at my dad and I'm like, can you do that? Obviously, my dad couldn't because he wasn't a machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't a yeah. robot. Yeah. But still, he was a badass cop. And that's why RoboCop is definitely over Predator. Yeah. Deal, man. Um, I'd have to say that one of my favorite movies... Fight Club. Awesome movie. It's so deep. You can keep watching it and I can keep getting something else. Yeah. Each time I watch it. So yeah. Great movie. Another one. It's kind of weird, but uh Lost Highway. Not too many people know of this movie. It's a Never really seen it. And I'm a underground movie. movie. It's an underground movie. I think I have it here. I might have to let you uh we'll do a swap. Yeah, a movie swap. I'll watch that one, and I'll bring you School Ties. Okay, cool. Good deal. Yeah. like that. What else? What do you got? What's your third one? You third? Uh, well, I said Fight Club was one. I would have to say 300 would be two. Great movie. Great movie. And he did what he did for... Only his family, but his people too. Yeah, that was uh, that was really touching there at the end. The end. Third one, I would have to say, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Seen it. So you're a deep dude, though. Yeah. So I expected some shit that I've never heard of before, (laughs) right? Yeah. I guarantee you, if I watch those movies that you mentioned. I'd probably love them. Oh, yeah. Because your mind is just beautiful. Uh, it matches your smile. I mean, Try. On. Try, man. Yeah. No, you don't try. This is natural. Uh, You're just Tom Brady in it every day. No, no, no. Natural. Come on. No. 
I'm not that athletic. I wish I was, man. I would. <laughs> I'd be. Uh, Let's get there. Uh, we're trying. <laughs> Let's do it. We are. All right. We're doing it, man. But uh, <clears throat> we're working out our minds right now. We are working our minds. And that's really what motivates us, our minds. Right. That's what gets up, gets us up, gets us moving, stuff like that. If you don't feel good, you're not going to do anything. You're going to no. do bare minimum whatever you need to do just to feel good again. That doesn't really help, but... No, it doesn't. <clears throat> a lot of people said, hey, just start working out. You might not want to do it, but just do it. Just start working, start getting blood flow, and you'll start to feel good. Yeah, guaranteed. Absolutely. It's science. Absolutely. Yeah. Body it takes feels. care of the mind, mind takes care of the body. That's right. And then you'll feel better because you're going to think differently look differently going to pick out a nice shirt to wear on a nice day <laughs> it won't make you cry in the bathroom <laughs> you know what i mean yeah some ugly crying or whatever ugly crying in the bathroom and then you'll throw on that nice t-shirt or whatever you'll be like wow good i look good yeah you're filling out the sleeves with your arms your stomach's not popping out you're looking good <laughs> You go out there, and when you face the world, yeah, you're in a good mood. That confidence. Confidence. It is the key to happiness is confidence. Yeah. That's one of How them. can you make other people happy if you're not happy with yourself? True. You can't. can't. That's a big conversation right there. Yeah, that is. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Self-improvement. Always got to keep moving. Always got to keep working on ourselves. You cannot stop. There isn't yeah. a time where you say, eh, I'm happy with things. I'm just going to keep it the way it is. Can't do that. No, not at all. Tree doesn't do that. A tree never stops growing. So <laughs> in life, be a tree. Wow. <laughs> tree. Be a tree. Be a tree. What kind of tree would you be? I'd be a cherry blossom. Ooh. They're pretty know, to man. look at. There's, there's so many trees out there. Yeah. But we're really surrounded by a lot of pine trees as well as... Uh, and they're miserable. Trees. They're ugly. Well. Look at them. Oh, well. I don't know what to tell you, man. That's what I'm saying. That's why everyone in Jersey is depressed and miserable. <laughs> because they're the surrounded trees. by ugly trees. <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh, man. take a person, throw them in a cherry blossom field. Yes. And watch. Just watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can see that now. Yeah. It's good. Real good. Good. How much time you got? Time you got? All night. Oh, <laughs> I don't have all night, but. Okay. I got as much time as you need. Good, good. What else? Throw something at me. <clears throat> Throw something at you. I love it. Your first tattoo story. Boy. Oh, is that a deep one? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty I'll, funny. Well, I'll, I'll start with mine first. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so the first tattoo I got is on the upper right side of my back. And this tattoo I got 
it represents or it's a similar tattoo to Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins is a singer from Black Flag. He had his own uh, band as well, the Henry Rollins Band. And he also was a, a writer. I have a bunch of his books and stuff like that. And back in the day, in high school days, we're all trying to figure out ourselves and dark and depressing times and stuff like that. I saw this guy, Rollins. I saw his music videos back on MTV when they actually showed music videos. Yeah. (laughs) Before it was a reality TV show. Absolutely. So I found out more about this guy, that he was a traveler. He wrote books and stuff like that. So I went to the nearest Barnes and Nobles um, or Borders, whatever it was back in the day. And I actually looked it up and I found it. I found Henry Rollins' books. Got his first, well, the first book that I bought of his and I started to read it. And it was just like a lot of like short poems and things like that. Just like short writings, like short little stories and stuff like that. Whatever he was feeling at that point in time and stuff. Yeah. So a lot of it was dark. It was dark and twisted and stuff like that. Which I could, at that time, I could kind of make a connection with because I was kind of like in a dark place because of, you know, it's high school, stuff like that. Not really fitting in, don't really fit in with the preppy kids or the jocks or the nerds. I kind of was like on my own. I was an athlete and I studied and all that stuff, but, you know, I never, <clears throat> never was able to fit in one label. So I had a large group of three people I worked, I, I, I hung out with. Yeah. You know, we would watch... Uh, you know, anime cartoons and play video games and eat White Castle hamburgers and stuff like that. The video games and White Castle sounds like a good time to me. They were good times, man. Yeah. Absolutely. We got to keep it going, though. <laughs> Listen, anytime you want to play video games and order White Castle, yeah, I'm down. Well, we'd actually have to uh, probably drive to get White Castle first. That's, yeah, because I'm not settling for the frozen White no, Castle. No, no. You can't do that. No, I can't do that. So, yeah, definitely. We'll definitely do that. <laughs> That'll be a lot of fun. Um, so during my, I guess, growing up period, read this guy's books, stuff like that. Kind of like fell, fell a connection with him. So for the longest time, I always wanted a tattoo as I got older. Didn't know what I wanted, things like that. So I got this guy's tattoo. It's not exactly the same. I have my own spin on it because you never know down a road that this guy knows he might wig out and, and do whatever. I might not like this guy anymore. Right. Uh, so talking to a friend of mine, he said, oh, go to uh, Buffy. She's here in Atlantic City. She did my tattoo. She's really good, all that stuff. So I printed out a picture of it, went down to her shop in Atlantic City, told her what I wanted, set up an appointment, and I'm getting it done. And I learned how a tattoo needle hits your bone. (laughs) It's not a good feeling. Not. (laughs) 
every tattoo hurts when people ask that question. This is true. Yes. If anyone says, no, they don't hurt, that person's a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. They but, all hurt. But there are points or, yeah, points on your on your body and stuff that like that. That hurt worse than more. That hurt worse than more. Exactly. Exactly. But they all hurt. Yes, they all hurt. Yes. But it's worth it. Yeah. It all depends on what you get, too. I get a raging boner <laughs> in the oh, middle you, of getting tattooed. Yeah, you you are into that pleasure pain thing. Oh, big time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, kick the door open and <laughs> smack the shit out of somebody and just start having violent sex. No. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. This guy... Crazy. Well, I was raised to think that, you know, pain is love. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. This person we'll really loves me. we'll get into that another time. While you're having, a, having an uh, ugly cry yeah. session in the uh, Pain the is mirror. love. That's that's mm-hmm. a pain. Yeah. Daddy, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. For another episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dark Secrets, <laughs> Volume 3. <laughs> Ah, man. A lot of laughs. Yeah, man. Good deal. So. So. uh, Just pretty much went around almost everything. So fitness. Yeah. What type of workouts do you do? Do you go to a gym? Yeah, you know, I used to go to the gym, right? Whether it was Island Gym, Anytime Fitness, you know, the local gyms. In my 20s. Yeah. Then I started buying my own workout equipment because I felt like why give money every month when I could just buy my own stuff, right? Yeah. So I set up my gym in my basement, TV, Peloton, all the weights you can need, punching bag, speed bag, you know, everything. Keep your hands sharp, cardio, weightlifting stuff. And then I found myself sitting down there with all that stuff, watching more TV than I was actually sweating. Wow. And that's a problem because I feel like if you're in your comfort zone, you're not going to excel. No, not at all. Because a person excels the most outside of their comfort zone. Yeah. So I recently got out of my basement and signed up at the gym. Okay. And since then... I already feel a difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't lift heavy weights. I think it's bad for you. I think it's bad for the joints for our, our age. Yes. That's 41. Right. So I like lightweight, a lot of reps. Yeah. Let's go. And instead of doing like, you know, three sets of 10, do like four sets of 12 or four sets of 15, depending on how I'm feeling. Pretty much it. I like to stay sharp with the with the boxing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's a workout all on its own, man. It. And you have to be confident when you go out into the world, man. You never know. Absolutely. And you have to defend yourself. Absolutely. Notice I said defend myself instead of being a bully. Yeah, that's you good. Know? Because I truly believe guys are working out and they're doing, you know, MMA boxing and all this stuff because they want to show people how much of a badass they are. Yeah, true. And that is the 100% worst mindset to have. You know? Yeah, that you is train, true. Yeah, you train 
to defend yourself? Well, a lot of people, as you could see, these bad characters or, or people, they're trying to become powerful. Yeah. And they want to show that power. And no one can tell me what to do or what not to do. And, you know, yeah. Cause I'm so powerful and stuff like that. That's so that's, that's that mentality as well. Yeah. I'm not a fan. No. The but, biggest secret is what you have inside and what you can do to somebody when you have to defend yourself. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What's your reason? Right. Things like that. Yeah. Now it's hard to hide it sometimes. Like when I look at you, you're kicking someone's ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's you all, too, man. Definitely not me. Definitely yeah. not me. No, yeah. I'm a hugger. I'm not, a, uh, I'm not a fighter. Okay. I'm, I'm trying not to, trying not to. It's get in the way you more. walk. Uh, you have a walk about you. Your walk is like John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. You're oh, pulling yeah. that name out of the. You can high kick the shit out of somebody, uh, and I know it. <laughs> nah, high kick. Your high kicks are good. Because you're blushing. <laughs> and I love it. Uh, back in the day. <laughs> you're such a humble guy. I love it. Well, I've, I've learned a lot, man. Got to be. That's, that's what you got to be in life, man. Because, again, the person that you're talking to, you don't know he could be a trained killer. Exactly. Someone's way better than you. Yes. Anything, and it could be just your time, man. Yeah. That's what I love about you the most, man. Like, you're full of so much knowledge about things, and you don't wear it, yeah. you know? Very humble. That's a great quality. I admire that. Thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, same thing about you, man. Every time I interact with you, that's the same vibe I got. So the vibe I'm putting out there, and I'm catching that from you, that's why I want this collaboration here. Yeah. I like it a lot, man. Lots of lots of laughs and yeah, me too. stuff, man. It's Open it up. The beginning of uh, many. Absolutely. I'm excited. Many good things. No holding back. You just got to just speak how you feel, man. Just be yourself. Absolutely. Maybe people get to know a side of you that they never knew existed. Yeah. Well, a lot of that I wanted to keep personally because I don't think everyone would accept that. You know, a lot of people, they put labels on things. So yeah. as soon as they see you do one thing, you're automatically in that, that label. That's terrible. And at the same time, too, a lot of people think that knowledge is power. You know something more than me. Well, now that you have the advantage over me and stuff like that, and I can't do that because I'm supposed to be the alpha male. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So knowledge is power. Right. Um, I feel like a lot of times knowledge is used the wrong way. Absolutely. You know, like um, a person with a uh, supervisor position, right? In any field. Yeah. Just because they're smart enough to pass a test yeah. doesn't mean that they have the ability to lead a group. Well, let's break it down. Yeah. There are supervisors and there's leaders. They're two, two separate things. Totally separate. A separate, uh, I'm sorry, a supervisor is someone that's going to follow all the rules and they're going to gig you every time you break a rule. Or a leader is going to say, hey, Ronnie, 
what what was your mentality? What were you thinking about when you were, when you did this? Yeah. And like, right okay. away, that's and, where you start to teach. Yes, because being a leader or supervisor, you're supposed to be better than majority of people at the job because that's how you got the supervisor position. You should be evaluated by multiple different aspects than just a test score yeah. or just an interview. Cause you could say whatever you want that I know I want to hear the answers to. Right. But you have to really work side by side to the person and really get to know people. And that's the thing about communication. When you actually get to know somebody, you know, someone's strengths and weaknesses. And that's where you could really utilize them in certain positions that you need. Someone's a really good talker. Someone's really hands-on. Well, what do I need in this position? Yeah. At this point in time. Whatever the situation calls for. Exactly. The person um, with those higher skills are needed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, I try not to um, do anything physical. Like, I'd rather talk. And yeah. a lot of times, people are just in such a stressful situation as it is that they just want to be heard. And right. a lot of times I just sit there and listen to them and it takes however long it takes, you know, for them to get their point across. Right. And really we could just work it out from there. Communication, man. It goes back to that. Yeah. Communication just, is key. Just listen to somebody, hear them out, talk. Yeah. We don't have to agree right. on everything. Right. But I have to see your point of view. Yeah. I can't help you if I don't understand you. Yeah, it's true. You got to communicate. You got to explain it to each other. Mm -hmm. And a real leader puts the time in to um, figure all that out. You know. Yeah, it, it's it's really tough. And that's what you are. I look at you, and um, I consider you a leader. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, and I'm not just saying that to kiss your ass. I mean, I kiss <laughs> your ass, but no, 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 no. But I pride myself by listening to other podcasts. And one in particular is Jocko Podcast, and he is a former Navy SEAL, and he was in a battle for Ramadi uh, back in 2006. He led his platoon through that. Uh, he had lost people and everything else like that. So once he got out of the Navy, him and a few other buddies, they created this company of Echelon Front, which is uh, translated to leading from the front. So... As a leader, you need to inspire people. And sometimes you have to lead the way. Sometimes it takes someone to initiate something. And that's where the leader comes from. Yeah. So he initiates it and he has his his people behind him. And that's what he really needs. I need the support of my my people. And my people need the support of me. Right. So in a supervisor leadership position. I work for my people as, as much as possible and I take care of them and they'll take care of me. Yeah. Yeah. It'll make them want to work harder for you. Absolutely. You know, nobody wants to work for somebody who treats them like shit. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about that, that same vibe. Yep. But at the same time, we're not all at the top of our game. Sometimes I have rough days and the people that I work with, they see that. They're like, hey, you okay? You know, check it up on me. And yeah. same thing with them. I see them kind of slacking. I'm like, all right, this guy's slacking a little bit, so I might have to 
push a little bit harder on my end yeah. to help pick up the slack, stuff like that. Yeah, because you never know what that. somebody's going through. You know? Absolutely. And that's that's the whole emotional emotional mountains that me and Freddie were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got into some other stuff. Yeah, emotional baggage. So if you can uh, climb any mountain, what would it be? <laughs> well, Fred, I'd like to take this time to answer that question. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Absolutely. There is a mountain in Yosemite Valley, California. Okay. Yeah. Called El Cap. El Capitan. El Capitan. If you look up this mountain, it's like 3,000 feet of granite. Wow. And my favorite mountain climber, rock climber, is Alex Honnold, right? And he climbed this mountain. It's called Free Solo. Look it up. You should definitely watch it. It's called Free oh, the Solo. Mo- the movie. Is that, is that where the guy, he got his arm trapped? No. Okay. That's called like 120 days or something, or 120 hours. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, this one is called Free Solo. And it's about, it's not a movie, it's more of a documentary about Alex Honnold. And they show him training for years to climb El Cap, which is in Yosemite Valley. And um, he wanted to, his dream was to climb it, no rope. Wow. Yeah. Just his hands and his feet. 3,000 feet. Wow. One slip and you're dead. Yeah, your hand, palms are getting sweaty. Oh, big time. Knees weak, arms are heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, he climbs this mountain. Yeah. And they film it. And it's on free solo. You got to watch it for me. Solo. Okay. You got some homework to do. Yeah. Write down free solo. There you go. Pen in his pad. That's right, man. Did you write this- it down? You got small handwriting, man. Uh, All right. I can read it. When you watch this from start to finish, the ending, I mean, it had me like, holy oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. Oh, yeah. There's not too many movies that are like that anymore that are really just like grab you. I mean, but it's it's real. It, yeah. It's, a, it's pretty a much real a documentary. documentary. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to find that this dude, Alex, he's very fascinating. Closed off to the world has a hard time talking to people. Um, and he's very, he keeps everything inside. So I learned a lot from watching that and, you know, following him and stuff. Um, fascinating person and watching what he did. I was amazed. The greatest athletic achievement, what he did. Wow. So when you watch it, see if you agree with me as far as what he did. Okay. Yeah. I got some homework to do. Got some homework to do. I'm going to check up on you. All right. (laughs) Make sure you watch it. But um, yeah, El Cap in California. I would love to go there just to go see Yosemite Valley, you know, not just the mountain, but the whole valley. That is beautiful. Check that out. Want to check out Montana, Wyoming. Yeah. uh, Wanted to check out a, a dude ranch. I don't like do the whole thing. I got oh, yeah. the flannel. Check out Look some at that. Dudes. Got the flannel on. Just need a hat. Need a hat. Some boots. What kind of hat? Cowboy hat or a trucker? A cowboy. trucker hat? 
You can uh, get away with either one. I'd probably do a cowboy hat. Yeah. I'd probably wear my TB12 trucker hat. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. TB12? TB12. It's Tom Brady's. Oh, there you go. This is number and all that stuff. Yeah, his number, yeah. I gotcha. It's his, um, his, his, you know, his company. Gotcha. Oh. His performance company. Interesting. Yeah. Raveling uh, Under Armour. It's like, um, they have like workout supplements. Okay. They sell workout clothes. I even think you can um, like do the diet that he does. Interesting. They have like programs and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like a whole thing. TB12. Get out. Actually, it's, you know, probably something at my age that I should really look into. Yeah. Because he's still playing at an elite level and he's like 45. Yeah, but genes and DNA and all that stuff, that also plays in a part as well. Kind of genes do wear. (laughs) 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 Well, Levi's. I used to buy Wrangler jeans, stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. They Based do. on a lot, of, on a lot of things. So, what about diet? I know that. You know, you have Crohn's and everything else like that. Yeah. So that's got to limit and restrict you on eating eating a few things. Well, when I don't have a flare-up, I can eat anything. Okay. Okay. Like tonight, you know, it's, I go to work tomorrow. It's the start of my work week. So I usually like to celebrate when it's my Friday. I treat myself, right? Pizza, some wings. That's my oh, favorite. Nice. Pizza and wings is my favorite. And um, on the night before I have to go back to work, I like to treat myself as well. So pretty much on both of my days off. <laughs> <laughs> Two cheat days. Two cheat days. (laughs) I eat whatever I want because throughout the work week, I pack fruit, vegetables. I eat really good. You know, I try to eat healthy. I know what I stopped doing was I stopped putting potato chips and junk food in my lunch bag. Oh, yeah. If I don't have it, I'm not going to eat it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? There you go. So throughout the week while I'm at work, I'm not really eating junk food. I'm eating fruit, you know, some vegetables and stuff like that. So my diet, even with Crohn's disease, um, I can eat pretty much whatever I want. But when I have a flare up, I got to stay away from spicy food, anything rough, you know, that can hurt the inside. I got you. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what kind of pizza topping do you like? Oh, I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. (laughs) Um, remember Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Okay. I was a huge fan. That was in the nineties. When the movie came out, I was obsessed. I have pictures I'll bring over next time (laughs) of my entire room was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nice. So, um, he said, Michelangelo, and no anchovies. Absolutely no anchovies. You put anchovies on this pizza. And then like, you know, the rest of the movie. But anyway, um, so no anchovies because Michelangelo says so. <laughs> <laughs> but um, pepperoni, bacon, sausage. 
Okay. They call it uh, meat lovers. That's what I was going to say. I love meat. Oh. <laughs> Get that meat on the pizza. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I think this is really good. Yeah. Good a lot. We're about a minute. Uh, I'm sorry. Now we're 16 minutes going. Yeah. We'll end it for today. Yeah. We've got plenty more to talk about. Absolutely. I'll get this going. I'll send it to you. I'm going to listen to it and, and oh, yeah. see see what's going on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Awesome, man. Thank you. My man.